Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today, we only have a few shows to talk about, which is unusual. But um, as of recently, anyways, but we have the challenge, Big Brother, and the Project Runway finale to talk about, which I thought was really good. So, I don't know, Michelle, do you just want to start there with Project Runway? Sure, that sounds good. I thought it was good, too. I liked it. And I actually, it's funny, I was just reading that um, the ratings for, it's like better than the Housewives get. Really? And I, I didn't really think that that many people still watch the show, but I guess they do. That's cool. Yeah. So... Our top three designers were Brittany, Bishmi, and Laurence. And personally, I really liked all of their collections. I thought their collections were very, like, representative of who they all were. And, yeah, I was just, I was, I mean, obviously it's a finale, so it's going to be good, but Overall, I was really impressed. Um, I think it was kind of obvious that it was not going to be Brittany, that one. Um, yeah, the editing kind of took her out of the running, right? It was kind of weird. Yeah, but also, like, even, like, when it went down the runway, I thought, I don't know, like, not when it went down, but, like, compared to the other two, I guess, it just, like, mm, and even even her journey throughout this whole season, I feel like she was definitely the underdog, if that makes sense. I didn't think her clothes in, in the finale were as elevated, is the word I'm going to use, as Bishmay and Laurent. So it was like a totally different league, right, to me? I don't know. Yeah. I think yeah. that she did a really good job of making active wear fashionable i i think she did a really good job of of putting a cohesive collection together um and for her and knowing that like active wear is her thing i think that she did a really good job but compared to the other two like i would put her in third place for sure yeah, me too. Has anyone okay now I'm kind of intrigued. Um, has anyone ever won whose kind of niche was activewear? Not I, I since I've been watching, um, I don't think so. Considering that's all I wear now, I'm like, oh, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, it was like she like I think one of the judges said that she made active wear couture. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed. I didn't think it was that great. I think she did better on other challenges. So it didn't shock me that she didn't win. No, of course, I've talked about Laurence quite a bit and I loved her final collection um of course it was like all leather and I just think that she does such a great job of really fitting um the the clothing that she makes it's just like very very well made and um there was a couple um one dress and one other I can't remember something that I wasn't like a huge fan of. Um, was it the purple suit? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, the judges called that out too. It was kind of not like not fitting. Yeah, so I, there were like a couple things that I think that she could have done better, but overall, I thought that she did. Um, a really good job um as far as like cohesion goes though I think Brittany did a better job because like she said like you could have mixed and match any of those shirts with skirts or pants or whatever and it all would work together 
So um, I think that as far as cohesiveness goes, like Brittany did a really good job, but like, man, I just can't get past like how well made her clothes look. They just look expensive. Yeah, I wanted Laurence to win, but I think what she was missing was she wasn't like planning out what everything was going to be in advance. She kind of said, oh, I just have it all in my mind. Mm-hmm. There I was, that was <laughs> Yeah, there was cohesion lacking, totally. And then the other thing I think that she was missing was like a show-stopping last piece. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes, she definitely, I agree with that. Needed that statement piece. Uh, I thought it could have been that leather jacket with the skirt on the bottom with like the sparkles and lace. I thought that was really amazing. Like maybe that should have been last. I don't know. Now, talking about show-stopping looks, Bishmi, that black dress was perfect yeah definitely so i mean i i and i think that you know a little bit of foreshadowing when they like aired that he put his like sister's like funeral whatever pamphlet on the wall um I think they're, I don't know if they would have done that if he didn't win. I feel like you have even said it for weeks that you thought he was going to win. I feel like he's been getting the winner at it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, he's like really good. Did think. you know going to win or you just were get, like thinking no. based at it? Yeah. Okay. Well, you've been saying it for like the last six weeks. You thought he was going to win. I don't think, yeah, thank you. Um, I don't think that there are Project Runway spoilers. If there are, I'm not aware of them. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Even after the episode airs, I don't see them. I don't know. Um, okay, yeah. so I actually I, looked up because I wanted to see, because I couldn't watch it right away, and I really um, wanted to see who won. So I looked, tried to look up on Twitter, um, mm -hmm. and the Project Runway Twitter hasn't been updated since 2019 so i'm guessing if like it was like lifetime's twitter and they like wouldn't hand it over to bravo maybe yeah probably but i saw bravo tweeting about it yeah bravo probably just does everything from the bravo page instead of like having accounts for every single show do you follow bravo it's interesting that that doesn't pop up for you and like other shows no, would. i don't follow bravo i don't know why okay but okay, so anyways, I was really happy with him being the winner, of course. Like, yes, I was happy too. I wanted Laurence to win, but I was happy he won. I think he deserved to win. Looking like if I'm just looking at the final collection, I think he deserved to win. If I'm looking at the season as a whole, he probably still did deserve to win, but I, I think Laurence was up there with him, so they were a good top group. Um, the one thing I didn't like is. I don't know how it's been lately, but when it when the show used to be on, they used to go home and make their collections and then come back. I feel like if they had more time, it could have been totally different. I agree, because didn't they used to have like two or three weeks or something? Well, I don't know, but they used to go home and it was like they worked for all this time and then they would come back. But I don't I don't know how long it was. They did. They did. They It was at least two weeks. Mm -hmm. And Tim, Tim Gunn would always come visit them yes. like halfway through or maybe maybe not at some so, point and give them pointers so to... i'm wondering i thought that too and i'm wondering if maybe the reason why they had people come in and help them because they each got like a person to help them in the final like maybe that was like in place of how because they didn't have as much time yeah because and also it's weird that like oh pick we brought in these three people and pick who you want out of these three people like no like that I'm calling bs on because like oh you just happen to pick project who's like 
obviously was closest with Bishmi the entire season. And like, oh, you just happened to pick um, Brittany, who's been calling Fabio her best friend the entire season. And like, I don't know. I think like Laurence and Carasan, I think it was mentioned maybe once that like they worked closely or something. So it's like, oh, like you just happened to bring in the people that all of these people were closest with. Like, no, like just, I don't know. Just tell us that you asked them who they wanted you to bring in. You know what I mean? I don't know. That yeah. was... well, you know what, Christina? It's funny. I totally missed how they picked the people. I must have either stepped out of the room for a second. But I was like, oh, I got to ask Christina how they picked these people because I missed that. It was literally like um, Christian Siriano. He's like, and to help you since you like you have it this eight day challenge and to help you um we will be bringing in some people that you're like familiar with you can have like Prajay is coming back Fabio is coming back and Karasan is coming back Bishmi since you were the winner of the last challenge you get first pick on who you want to be your partner and then, so he obviously picked Prajay, and then Brittany was next, and she's like, obviously, I'm picking my best friend, friend Fabio, and then um, Laurence was last, and she was like, I couldn't be happier to have Karasan helping me, and it was, yeah, set up, like, so stupid. Not stupid, but just corny. The only thing I could think is that are those three people all based in New York or something? And like, then they didn't have to pay for their hotel and whatever for those. No, ladies? because Praje is in Boston. Oh, yeah. Remember, he's friends with Swaz. Yeah. Okay. Then I don't okay. Greg, then. Okay. So, what, how much time do they have? Because I just looked it up. Eight. They said they, they, they had just have three months. I, maybe it films for three months. No, it films for 32 days because there there was like three months between the final airing of the show and then fashion week. So maybe. I don't know, maybe they just. For this year. 20. No, no, in the past. Oh, so this was supposed to be an. Um, eight day challenge to make eight outfits okay for the final yeah and okay. they got one partner to help them make the eight outfits in eight days okay but the partners didn't come right away i can't remember when did they come in i don't know like day three or something they i don't know day four like that. yeah now that shows you like if they had uh three months it would have been a totally different show so I kind of wish they did that. I prefer that than the eight days and they're all stressed out and it's like making an outfit per day. That's that's a lot. Mm -hmm. And then what happened to the judge that Brandon? He's not. They said Brandon can't make it or something. What the hell happened to him? Um, My guess is that he had a show at the same time. Oh, because it's fashion week or like other obligations or maybe he was like judging something or I. Yeah, that's my guess. He was doing something else at Fashion Week that paid him more. Okay, so moving on to our other two shows. I'm actually really excited to talk about both of these. A um, couple different reasons. I really liked this episode of the challenge I thought that it was a little bit um like it had challenges that were different than what we've seen and I really like that so let's go ahead and dive into the challenge who was your MVP this week um I thought see I thought it was kind of boring really but but you just made a good point because i when you said i like the challenges i did too i did like i like the elimination and i like the challenge so 
I did find it boring, but I did like those two elements. So the, listen, it's so funny that you say that because my first thought, I was like, when I was watching it, I'm like, this is such a good episode. And then afterwards, I'm like, it was kind of a boring episode too. But I found it interesting just because I don't, I don't know spoilers. And I feel like it just, I don't know. I think it just changed the tune of the game and kind of set things up for how, how things are going to go moving forward. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. And I could be wrong. I could be totally off. And that's one reason the LVP I picked is why I did. And again, I could be totally wrong, but. Okay. So do we want to start with LVPs instead of MVPs this week? Who was your I mean, okay, I'll just, okay. My, my LVP was Tori. No, why? She was my MVP. That's so funny. Because I think, I mean, of course, I've never played this game. She's a champ. You know, she's played it plenty of times. Why are you picking off, like, the weak sir, uh, big brother girls? I mean, she had a chance to take a to put two survivor people against each other. And Monty said it best. Like when all his balls came up, he's like, Oh, seven balls on me, seven survivors players. So if a survivor player ever wants somebody out, they have the vote to put that, to put more balls in the hopper. Yeah. But I agree with Tori's mentality like that. The, these are the people that are going to be winning the daily challenges. Alyssa, I mean, maybe, like, trivia already happened. Maybe she could win, like, a puzzle or something. Or maybe something endurance-based. She didn't seem to do, like, terrible in those categories. But for the most part, I think that she picked the right people to align with in being, like, Michaela, Desi, Chanel, Bananas when all all of the the five of them were talking like I actually thought that like as much as I don't want Tori and Bananas to win this season I also think that like that was a really smart game move for them all because those are the people that are the most likely to be winning these like individual daily challenges and yes like other people can win but that's a really strong majority alliance and Tori already has her win and she's a little cocky right now and maybe if she does have they they may not follow through the survivor girls may not follow through with it well and that's a survivor game that's a big brother game there is lying there is backstabbing there is like all of these things but in my opinion for Tori, I think that, that, I mean, not only did she win the daily challenge, but like by a long shot more than anybody, but also I think that that was a really for her. And she was like, she had nobody before that. All of those girls wanted the vets out before this. So in order to like change their mind, because this is turned into an individual game, I just, as much as, you know, I, I'm i not, like, a huge Tory fan, I do think that she plays good games sometimes, and this was an example of it. Okay, we'll see what happens. But I am also more curious about your LVP and her being your LVP. My what? Like, why you picked her as your LVP? Oh, because I thought she should have targeted one of the Survivor girls. Oh, okay. Like, you said, you think she's setting herself up for failure, basically. Yeah, I think they'll come yeah. back. And Like I said, I, I, know no, I know no spoilers. So, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, if I were them and I win next week, I would target her. I mean, but I guess it could be a great move if, if if they don't, if they if they follow through with their their deal. 
I think if I'm taking it episode <laughs> by episode, I think that it was a good move for her. Because, I mean, how many people are going to be in the – I mean, there's a lot of people left. Yeah. Like, half these people aren't going to be in the final, so. Right. Yeah, no, that's so, true. It's not like she had one more elimination to get through. Like, I'll but keep you I safe. Think We're all going to the final. Is- I think this alliance is filled with the strongest people in the house, though. It's weird that it, that Bananas was involved in it. I'm wondering if there were more guys involved in this. Well, who? the only survivor guys left are Chris and Sebastian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Sebastian is probably in it, at least, like, on the outside or outskirts of it because of his show me with Tori. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, exactly. So, were they just, like, screw all the other bets? Like, is this their new alliance? Or are they, like, screw Fessy and Josh and all that now? Tori and, and um, Michelle. What? Yeah, so, so that kind of pisses me off, too, because she just turned on, like, Josh and Wes I'm really curious. I wanted, you know, there was seconds between Bananas and um, and Josh Jack winning. And I'm really curious what would have happened if Josh was the one who won because he would not have, I don't think he, there's no way he would have put in two, two big brother people. Maybe. Yeah. Tori could have talked him into putting up one, but there's no way that both Tyler and Alyssa would have gone up if it was Josh that won. I think maybe Chris and Alyssa possibly would have gone up if Josh won. Or Cassie. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Oh, I always forget about her. I feel like I could see Josh targeting Cassidy. I think yeah. he her name in the past. So, I don't know. Um, so, so, who was your... Well, now you, we've done your MVP and Maya. Was Tori either one of yours, Michelle? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I was thinking, like, maybe for MVP, but then I said Tyler for MVP. That's who my MVP was. Okay, why did you both pick Tyler as your MVP? That elimination was freaking awful. Yeah. I mean, mentally and Mm -hmm. on top of physically. That's why I could not put Monty for my LVP. Like, he did all – they both did awesome. Think about their competitions they're used to in Big Brother. This is their first time playing the challenge, and they were put in that, their first elimination, and it was that. I would have lost my damn mind. I thought they both did amazing. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. Yeah, and I think was- Tyler had a good attitude too, like the entire episode. So that's why I was, and I don't like Ty- like I hated Tyler, <laughs> but he, I thought Dang. he had a good a- attitude. Not a Tyler fan. Um, I did give Alyssa an MVP honorable mention because, um, since I don't know, she's playing a very good game of politicking so much so that her guy fell on the sword for her to make sure that she had a less chance of going into elimination. And also I felt like she had a ton of camera time. And so like, I don't know. I always think that it's impressive, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but I like it when a guy goes into an elimination and the girl gets more camera time than he does. I always get a kick out of that. And I think that she really brought that to the table um, this episode, along with her tears and everything. I I know some people weren't um, a fan of, you know, her saying what, what she was saying about the gameplay aspect of it getting to her, but I, those, we were playing. Well, she, anyway, she, she was, <laughs> she was, she was going to be my other LVP if I didn't pick Tori. So you're going to give her an LVP honorable mention then? 
Yeah, so we're complete opposites. And she got a lot of camera time because you do not hear what she was saying in her confessionals. Well, she sounded like an idiot. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> messing stuff up. And then, like, at the end, she was like, I just want to thank the challenge gods for Tyler coming back. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. That's not what happened. Well, I. The challenge I mean, gods had nothing to do with that. Your boyfriend won the elimination. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, everything she said was weird. It was really odd. Anyways, we're so funny. How are, are we picked? Like, complete. <laughs> opposites yeah but i just i don't know i thought that she she, this was her episode you know she hasn't had an episode yet where she was really the standout and i just thought that she was plus like i was sit like we're playing fantasy here and those those tears are points so those tears are camera time that's funny So who was your MVP? Oh, wait, wait, wait. You said that it was Tyler. Who? Yeah, Tyler. Who was was your LVP then, Michelle? Oh, Sebastian for being such a loser. Yes, same. Oh, my God. He's so pathetic. And even Tori, you can tell Tori even thinks he's pathetic. She does. And she, like, makes it super clear on the podcast. It's so funny. She, like, talks shit about him on the podcast. Well, not like talk shit, but she like says like, you we were in a house like that. You have to remember that this was this was filmed like a several months ago. Like this is like she like, yeah, like she definitely is not team team Sebastian. Except for they were hanging out recently, so I don't know how real that is. But she like on the pot on the official challenge podcast makes it sound like no, like that was in the past. Oh my gosh, she's an idiot. Why does she always pick these like uglier versions of Jordan? I don't think he looks like Jordan. I think he looks like Chuck. I do. He looks like, I mean, he has the same small face, dark hair. Jordan's just better looking. Do you remember Chuck from Final Reckoning, Britney's ex? Yeah. I think that that's who it looks like. Oh, I think Chuck was cuter. I was going to say, Chuck to me was attractive. Sebastian to me, no. No, not at all. There's nothing attractive about him. God, I'm being mean tonight. Don't, I can't do this right after I wake up. It's <laughs> funny. Okay, I called him a loser, so. <laughs> yeah, you, you just put it. He's my LEP because he's a fucking loser. <laughs> What was your quote of the episode? Did either of you have a quote of the episode this episode? I honestly didn't have a quote, but I thought the Wes and Desi at the elimination was adorable. Where they were announcers. Okay. That that can... That but can... a quote didn't really stick out to me. Yeah, now that, that... Tiffany's gone, there's no good quote. I know. Except for Alyssa mixing up Tyler and Monty in her confessional. I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I gave mine to Alyssa for when she said, um, if Tori's going to throw me and my man up for nominations, absolutely not. I will happily return the favor. Tori, I can't put you up this time, but I can put your man in. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was kind of like just random it was when they were doing the challenge and the, the answer was cats or whatever mm-hmm. and Chanel's putting in an answer and she goes D-E-A-D that's kind of dark <laughs> though it's not dead I missed that <laughs> wait she said that's kind of dark though or you're saying yes, she said that I missed that. That's hysterical. Oh, that's that was the only thing that really made me laugh. That is. I wish I had heard that. Her her saying it. <laughs> what did you guys think about that challenge? I thought it was kind of cool. I think that they maybe put the word puzzle a little too um, 
deep for the fact that they were forced to be wearing life vests. And that would be really hard to go deep when you're wearing like a life jacket and you have to. But well, only like three people went deep anyways. They just shared the answer. So. Well, I don't know. I think if they, it was a little deep, but other than that, I, I really, I thought it was different than a lot of things we've seen. I liked it. That was good. I wish, you know what? The whole sharing of the answers annoyed me. I wish everyone had to do it on their own and was timed on their own. Me, me too. too. That's how I wish it was set up because mm-hmm. the sharing of answers was just, although I did think it was funny when Banana was like, pause, and they were all like, play this, that, and then <laughs> realized it was a oh, animal pause. That's, that's what, for some reason, made Chanel think dead. I don't know. I think because she was <laughs> in that heat. Oh, my God. That's funny. And I I did think it was kind of funny how Wes and Tori, their heat, agreed to share stuff. And Wes and Tori are both like, peace, bye. Okay, <laughs> so that's why it. I gave Sebastian, that exact scene is why I gave Sebastian my LVP. He was such a whiny bitch about it. No, it, not because he was a whiny bitch, because he was the opposite of a whiny bitch. And he, in his confessional, was like, Tori, like, screwed me over, and that's kind of hot, basically, is what he said. I mean, that's not what he said, but, like, that's what he said. Yeah, to me, that was cringe. That was That's why I gave him my LVP. He he weirds me out. I don't like him on Survivor. (laughs) He weirds me out. So do either of you have any final thoughts on the challenge before we move on to Big Brother? Uh, the pre- Something looked interesting in the preview for next week. Something with Tori, but I can't remember now. I am not sure either. Well, she was saying, because Sebastian was just being really vocal about who he wanted to come after. Oh, yeah. She was, she was like, getting upset with him. Yeah, was that was this. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's their turning point. Yeah. Like, basically telling him, you you don't know how to play the game, or, like, you can't do that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Good. Okay. So, Big Brother this week. I had a quote. I know we don't have quotes very often, so I kind of want to start with that. My quote. My quote was in episode 16, which was Thursday's episode, uh, when Matt, he was doing his, like, eviction or whatever, casting his vote, and he said, hi, Julie, sorry for calling you the wrong name last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was sweet. People, like, really hate Matt. I don't know. I don't know seen enough of the feeds but he doesn't bother he seems sweet i don't know he doesn't bother me but i guess he like called america a bitch a bunch of times so people don't like him um two of my clients can't stand him two of my clients are big they actually one of them listens to her podcast (laughs) and because she's a big challenge and brother and yeah bachelor fan so she listens to her podcast sometimes and yeah neither one of them can stand matt either huh well, I don't really watch Mitch live feeds, and I read a little bit on Twitter, but not, like, a lot. So I didn't even know that he had said that to America. Well, but he didn't say it to her. He said it behind her back. Still. I don't know. But based on the edit that we see, I like Matt. Because that's, like, I I basically have, like, I feel like the edit plus, like, I don't know, twenty percent, probably. Yeah, I haven't minded him either. I don't. I don't get. I. I didn't. I didn't get all the. The hate, but I, I haven't been keeping up like I normally do. So maybe I've missed Same. stuff. Oh, oh, never mind. I'll save that for the end. Um, did either of you have a quote from any of these episodes? Um, I had one from America when she was talking, actually it was from a confessional, but it was like, uh, edited in when she was talking to Jared and when Jared was like mentioning how 
you know, he's afraid she's going to throw comps. And she said, I was in the pressure cooker for almost 14 hours. You dropped as soon as the lights went off. Shut up. <laughs> okay. And then my other quote, it's not really a quote, but it was a scene. It was the Red and Cam breakout, breakup. Mm. You liked it, the breakup? It, it, made, it was like so like... <laughs> dramatic pop it was so yeah so over the top <laughs> I don't know this whole season I mean obviously things are taking a shift now and I only know that because Michelle told me this morning but this whole season I'm just like I know Suri's a big fan favorite and that's great but I mean this is like season 19 with Paul and everyone following him kind of all over again. I mean, maybe without the the bullying and I don't know, whenever you bring somebody in that people know of, unless it's an all-stars, nobody's playing the game and like targeting them. Yeah. You know, people, and like people have been saying this. People have been saying this. Uh even like former like house guests today were tweeting like oh i'm glad there's kind of been a shift in dynamics but then people are getting pissed pissed about like it's it's so heated for no reason like why is it controversial to say like oh i i, I don't like that this one side has been doing a steamroll like i don't i don't get it people are so sensitive this season like let's play the game like i exactly. love it exactly finally and I don't know. So I'm excited about more. So what this week brings, I don't really care about red going. Obviously I wanted red over Jack to go home. I, I felt nothing for red. So I would have rather <laughs> had red stay than Cameron, but I would have rather had Jack stay than red. Yeah. Well, now I'm glad Cameron stayed. I know me too interesting things could get finally shaken up so who was your mvp this week uh i i did cameron because he won the veto and saved himself and then he also won the hoh on thursday yeah i did too i mean if you save yourself he's good he's a he's a He's a good competitor. He is yeah. a really good competitor in this, yeah, in this format for sure. They made a mistake getting rid of Hassam over him. They really did. I think so. I think so too. Cause I think Hassam was really loyal to them. But yeah. I still gave Suri my MVP this week. I gave her my MVP. Running the house. What? She's kind of the puppet master. I gave her, yeah, kind, yeah. I gave her my MVP this week because without having one HOH, this was her second HOH. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, everything she's been controlling, everything that happened. So yeah, especially with the people who are winning. Yeah. Um, obviously besides Cameron, but, um, Jack to do something. I want him to win and do something. Well, he did win a veto. Okay. I want him to win an HOH, I guess then. Yeah. So who is your LVP this week? Mine was Jared. Oh God. That's a good one. I can't stand him. Um, yeah. He... Well, first of all, he let Sari run his HOH. Second of all, like, he let Blue run the other part of it. He has... He's supposed to be the leader of this week, and he has no idea what's going on. He... 
I don't know. I mean, just like there's just so many different things that he did, like the conversations that he has, him turning Cameron and Red against each other, even though that's something that like probably needed to happen. The way that he did it was very, it like obviously affected both of them. They were both very hurt. And I just, yeah, he, nah, nope. Jerry's my LVP. And also, what he did before, like, I guess this was technically last week, but what he did before the eviction that was canceled, where he, Sari told him, oh, you know, Matt's going to use the power. And then he went and hinted it towards Jag. And then it got back to Sari. Like, he screwed that up, too. He botched that bad. Yeah. I don't know. Jared sucks. Yeah. I did my LVP as as red. He was evicted. Evicted with no shirt on. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And wasn't it his birthday or was his birthday like the day before or something? I think his birthday was Tuesday. But Uh, yeah, it was birthday week. (laughs) Birthday week. He was my LVP too. Oh my god. Yeah. I definitely see why. I do it's interesting that he had he is the first person to get votes though and not be voted out unanimously. Yeah, right. Isn't that kind of sad though? What week are we in and they're all unanimous votes? Mm-hmm. We just this was is our sixth HOH. Oh lame. Well, it's not lame for me because that means that nobody else Are you going back to fantasy points. What? Are you going back to fantasy? Yep. Point. <laughs> yep, it's not for me because at week six, nobody else can swap any players for the rest of the season. So it makes my job a lot easier. Which, not complaining. I mean, I, I like the fact that there are swaps, but I also like. Um, that it ends but it's not like the whole season you know yeah i'm sure that's really like how many people are playing and mm-hmm. yeah get tedious you know it was actually i kind of like didn't like that the challenge is 12 episodes and they did like fantasy wise their first two, two or like three weeks to an episode two episodes a week and then that they changed two once a week because it made the like six episode cutoff seem so soon you know yeah wait the challenge is only 12 episodes yeah what the fuck mm-hmm. it's about to be number nine how many people are running this final i'm I we were I guess like halfway through my guess is eight there's pro- probably four guys and four girls Oh, I felt like we were only halfway through. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, so there aren't that many more episodes for for Tori Vic targeted. Sorry, I'm going back. Okay. Anyways, okay. Final thoughts. That's fine. Are there any final thoughts on Big Brother? Not really, except did Julie allude to a twist about the jury or something? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. Yeah. Is jury next week? I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Should be. The first jury member should be next week, right? It's number... Yeah. Because Jack came back. So normally it's just five pre-jury, I think. And red was number five. Since okay. Jack back in. So the next oh, person who so does that count or not? I, I mean, I just, I, I think there's five pre. And pre- does Luke count? Does what count? <laughs> does Luke. Luke count? Oh Who's Luke? The guy who he got, got eliminated. Oh, God, I already forgotten about him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know the answer about that one. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out probably next week since Julie teased that. 
So the one thing that I wanted to say for towards the end, um, unless there's like any other shows that you want to talk about, we could talk about those too. But I saw that F Boy Island, it was originally supposed to air on Thursdays and it has moved to Mondays, which is fantastic as far as I'm concerned because there are way too many shows on Thursdays, which makes me think that other networks are going to start realizing that too. And some of them are going to have to change too. But I was really excited to see that. And I don't know if either of you watched it or saw it, but Johnny Bananas posted the House of Villains trailer. And yes, I watched it. I'm so excited about that too. Yeah, it looks good, right? It looks so good. Abby, you have to go to Banana's Instagram and watch it and then text us because. No, I, no, I did watch it. I watched it and it looked so good. And I'm so excited. And I told those two clients, I trained them as a duo. I was like, if you don't watch this with me, I'm doubling your prices because <laughs> I want more people to talk about it with me. So it's going to be so um, good. I'm so excited for New York. Like, I'm so excited for New York. Now, when is Devon and Kristen's show coming out? Whatever happened to that? I don't know. Okay. Sometime. I mean, they announced that it's a show, so it's not like it's... I doubt it'll disappear. But Grocery Store Joe is also on that season. There's a few people on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, but anyways, I am excited for House of Villains. I think it's going to be good. And, like, in the very end of the trailer when um, Bananas is like, this is for sure getting a season two, based on the trailer, I absolutely believe that. Looks so good. And Corinne, I'm so excited for her. Man, just uh, almost all of them. Who's the girl that's yelling at bananas? Corinne. Or New York? Maybe it must be New York. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was New York. Yeah, when she, like, it says that, like, amphibian reptile, whatever, that was New York. That was New York? Oh, God, I love her. Okay. so much. I'm so excited. And I hope since it's called House of Villains, they actually show us the drama. It looks by this trailer that they are. But I'm hoping that since that's like something that reality TV has like taken a step back from kind of, that like they don't do that in this show. Because I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose, right? What? Showing? Not showing the drama and the fights. Oh, yeah. What would be the point? Okay, I'm glad that we're on the same page. Well, I'm just saying, because, like, everything now, like, the challenge, Big Brother, like, all that stuff gets edited out these days, you know? Yeah. What what network is this on? E. Hmm. But I think those are the two shows that I'm most excited for this fall. Except for, I will say, I'm a little more excited for Survivor. Because there's this girl that I work with, and she is a huge Survivor fan. And the last Survivor season, she wasn't work like she like took a she went to a different job for a little bit and then came back. And so she wasn't there last season, last season or whatever. But she did play fantasy, but she didn't like try at fantasy. And then a couple days ago, she came to me like I guess it was probably last week and she's like yeah so I turned down my fantasy football league so that I can focus on fantasy survivor and I'm like yes that's my girl so it made me a little more excited for that season too (laughs) good oh speaking okay so this is totally random I was texting with my aunt last night because she wanted to see who I liked from the challenge um and she, I, I I said, you won't like who I like. I was like, I'm, I'm a West fan. Cause my aunt doesn't watch this challenge. She watches survivor, amazing race, all that. And she, she's watched the global challenges. So she's gotten to, anyways. Um, 
And she's like, actually, Wes has grown on me. She goes, I couldn't stand Dusty. And then she told me the backstory of him and his partner on Amazing Race. Yeah. Well, Dusty, Dusty talked about that on the a couple podcasts. I Yeah. He's pretty open. Wow. So I Googled it and read all about his part. Because my aunt told me it was him. I was like, why would Michelle not mention this to me? And I Googled it. I was like, no, it was his partner. She was, oh, shit, you're right. It was his partner. That was wild. Um, I, th- I can't remember which podcast it was that he did, but he said that um, his partner is like made for the challenge and he was in the running to be on it and he like was cut like right before filming um but are they still friends after... that guy on the season yeah is he still friends are they still friends after the amazing yep. race best friends oh wow that just yeah but anyways michelle my aunt doesn't like him either so <laughs> <laughs> good i think she liked his partner though uh ryan yeah his name is ryan um you know i didn't like him but he was less irritating than dusty that's interesting i went into this season like i don't like dusty but i thought i was going to because um tracy she like loves him for some reason (laughs) well i liked him till the last episode I didn't because he was such a bananas kiss ass. I don't know why I liked him. I was just like, I don't know. There's something about him I kind of liked, but then I didn't like how he was. Maybe we already talked about this, but with Tiffany and just went off like that, like trying way too hard. I'm like, okay, settle down. On Amazing Race, he was arrogant and he had a really bad temper. So, I don't know. He did not come off well on Amazing Race. So, I understand why your aunt would not like him. Interesting. (laughs) You always have such, like, insightful intel. I mean, (laughs) yeah. About, like, useless topics, right? Well, (laughs) uh, yeah, but but it's still fun. (laughs) Is Amazing Race coming back the same time Survivor does, actually, speaking of Amazing Race? Um, I know it's coming back because there's a fantasy league for it. Let me look. It must be then. Okay, it must be. Yeah, you're right. It premieres on the 27th. Okay. That's another show that I think is pretty boring, but I'll probably watch it. I've never been able to get into The Amazing Race. It's not. I only started getting into it because Janelle was on it, of course, and then I started watching it. Uh, Yeah, that's how I got started with the challenge. So I understand. All right, well, is there any other shows that you two have been watching that you want to talk about or any final thoughts here? The only thing I watch right now is Jersey Shore and then Housewives binge, which I'm almost done with Beverly Hills. Are there new episodes of Jersey Shore right now? Yeah, Sammy came back after like 10 years. It's been good. And they keep teasing that Ron's coming back. He was actually in the first episode, but he hasn't been with the group yet. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Interesting. I have Is she normal. So normal. Okay. I have to, wa- I do want to watch it. I haven't you, watched you it. you got to watch the one where she came back. If you're a Jersey Shore fan, you got to watch the one where she came back. Like, even Mitch was like, I just got chills. I'm embarrassed to say. I'm like, I know it was so sweet. It, it was just, I mean, whatever. They're a cult classic. And I've always loved them. Loved it since it first aired. Um, Yeah, I've, I've never missed an episode. <laughs> so, it, they're still, it, it's still funny. 
stupid in some at sometimes, but it's still they still got it. What about you, Michelle? Is there anything else that you've been watching? Mm, nothing notable, really. Same, same thing. Nothing like really that great right now. All right. Well, with that, I, oh wait, Michelle. Actually, I wanted to ask you. You've been doing some like pretty cool work stuff lately. What has been going on in your life? Oh God, <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I I I don't know. It's been very. I've been very busy. Like usually, summer is slower, but it hasn't been slower. You went to but, the U.S. Open. Yeah, we had we had a team outing, and we went to the U.S. Open. I think we get like a certain budget every year for like team stuff, so that's what we did. Um, it was a. I've never like I've I lived in New York City. I lived in Queens, and I never went to the U.S. Open. I just was like never a tennis person. So I never wanted to go, but now I feel so dumb because it was so fun. It was so enjoyable to be outside and walking around between all the different courts and watch all the different matches. They had all great food, like that's awesome. Get tacos or fried chicken or burgers or seafood, lobster roll. Like they had all different food stands, different stores. You go shopping, honeydew drinks. It was really fun. It was good. That's awesome. I'm so glad you had a good time. And That's funny you brought that up. Like, it feels like a lifetime ago, <laughs> but it was like last week. Okay, when, right. we, when we stop recording, I've got to tell y'all something. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, and then no, next week you're leaving, though. You're going to... Yeah, on Saturday, I'm, go I'm leaving for Korea because we have, like, a big summit there for all our partners. And I think... I leave on Saturday, but the way the travel works, you lose a day. So I get there like Sunday night. Oh. Um, and then I'll come back Friday, but I'll leave on Friday. But when I get here, it will still be probably around the same time on Friday as when I'm leaving. So I'll get my time back then. Interesting. Well, that's cool. You'll have to definitely report back and let us know all the cool things. I know we're staying at a really nice hotel because it's like for the partners more so than us mm -hmm. and it's like it looks like it has a casino in it it looks really fancy and nice I don't know I'm, ex I'm excited that's awesome I'm nervous too but I'm excited I'm so excited for you how has school been going for Kyler Abby oh amazing that's good. Has she been just making all the friends, I'm sure? Yes. At first, her first couple days, she's so funny. She, um, you know, she didn't really make any. And there's two girls at her table. And they never talked to her. And she told me, <laughs> she told me that all the girls in her class that, she told me she wanted brown hair. Because all the girls oh. in her class have brown hair. And they don't. She thinks they may not talk to her because she's blonde. And here's my little blonde hair, blue eyed, white baby, like calling discrimination. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's not how it works, baby. But um, no, she came home one day. She goes, I made two new friends today. Do you know who? She's like, the two girls at my table. I mean, you know, no, she has so many friends. She has her little best friend now that she's with all the time. And um, yeah, she, she's just, she told me, she goes, I don't need brown hair anymore. <laughs> oh. And it's so cute. Because, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, we're in San Antonio, and her school is, it's it's predominantly Hispanic, you know? And she just felt, she's like, nobody has blonde hair, you know? <laughs> and, but now, she, now she's fine. She doesn't, she doesn't need brown hair anymore because all her friends have brown hair, and they still talk to her, so. That's good. Um, yeah, so she's 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 loving it. She's she's loving it. That's good. That's great. That's so good. Well, we have been seeing all of the Harry Potter movies. There's like this thing called the Harry Potter Passport. Um and 
every Sunday and Monday, they've been playing the Harry Potter movies, like, in order. Like, the first week it was the first one. The second week it was the second one. So, we've been um, going to those every week. So, um, this week will be the sixth one. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah. I've never seen the movies. I just read the books. It's actually, it was really cool because it was only $25 for the passport. And so that's like for eight movies. That's so, so cheap. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And then if you just go to like one movie or whatever, it's like $5. So it's still like not, it's like very reasonably priced. So that was a big motivator and like, oh, hey. And plus it's like eight date nights. Like, I don't know. It's fun. cute it's been a while since i've done anything harry potter related yeah well it was like such a big part of like my growing up i guess because it was like every year on like my birthday or my mom's birthday in like july or november there would always be like a movie or a book release and um i think it was the movies maybe it was the books but, like, whenever Harry turned 11, like, I turned 11, so I was his age, and oh, so, yeah, it was cool. So, yeah, I don't know. It was something that I really enjoyed growing up, so it's been, it's been fun to rewatch everything in the theater. All right, well, thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. And we will see you soon.